This spring, if you'd rather spend time enjoying your lawn instead of trying to keep it alive, there's good news. True Green is the easiest and most affordable way to get a beautiful lawn. All you have to do is water and mow, and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and even some things you might not even think of. They'll do all of it, while you can do literally anything else. With True Green, you could have your lawn looking as good as a putting green. That's not hyperbole. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour. True Green offers a satisfaction guarantee, and they have a verified best price promise, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people guaranteed. Trapped in an elevator with water up to their necks. Did you think you were going to die? Then he put his hand up my blouse. Governor Cuomo's executive assistant number one. What the reporter who got the scoop is saying today. He didn't want to come forward. Oh my God. This is happening. Plus the COVID stricken infant airlifted to the hospital. Brave little Ava's condition today, straight from her mom. Oh, she's precious. Then, the modern family star, how she and her sister came to the rescue. I said, um, do I know you? You sound so familiar. And War of the Roses, Melania Trump fires back. Over attacks on her Rose Garden facelift. Plus, who killed the wealthy mom and her son? Buying booze, the blonde on the dock, how what happens on these videos might hold the key to solving the case. Does that have something to do with the double murders now? Then, Ball Girl Takedown. Now, Inside Edition with Deborah Norville. Hello, everybody, and thank you for joining us. It's the kind of thing you'd expect in a disaster movie, but not in real life. These people were doing something as simple as taking the elevator. But as it got closer to the ground floor, flood water started pouring in, rising higher and higher till it was literally at their necks. As Stephen Fabian reports, the 911 call has just been released. The video is terrifying. Three friends trapped in an elevator, up to their necks in filthy sewer water and no way out. Now I know what to have a nightmare about tonight. Could not imagine oh, no. what it must have been like to be in that elevator. It happened during an epic storm in Omaha, Nebraska. Tony Liu and two friends took the elevator down to check out the floods when water started pouring in through the vents. Pretty soon, they were in neck-deep water. How scary was this? Honestly, I would say this is number one, the most scariest thing in my life. Yep, hands down. They called 911. Please, the water is up to our necks in the elevator. Tony reached out to his roommate to get help. I told him, hey, uh, I'm, I'm gonna die in here if you guys don't come and try to do something. The roommate came down to lend assistance, but then found himself up to his floor. neck in water. The water was up to your neck at one point. Did you think you were gonna die? I just thought it was gonna be like ankle level or maybe knee level, and then it just kept rising. After a 10 minute struggle, they were able to get out. I had to start swimming out of the elevator uh, to get to the stairs to get to the main lobby. The flash storm also overwhelmed the people inside this right car, which looked like it was about to be swept away. <laughs> they were pulled out by Good Samaritans. For Tony and his friends, they never expected their Saturday night to turn into the worst nightmare of their lives. It's just crazy because you don't—you only see this in a movie. You don't, 
You don't see someone trapped in an elevator every day with water filling up all the way to your head. Experts say if there is a flood or a fire, don't take the elevator, always take the stairs. New York Governor Andrew Cuomo remains defiant, but increasingly alone as the woman referred to as executive assistant number one goes public. She was the first woman mentioned in that explosive report detailing sexual harassment claims against Cuomo. Megan Alexander with more. It was not welcomed and it was certainly not consensual. She's the woman whose gripping story may finally bring down Governor Andrew Cuomo. So who is Brittany Camisso? She's 32. She has a six-year-old daughter. She's in the midst of a divorce from her husband, who once ran for mayor of Albany. Camisso told CBS News national correspondent and CBS Weekend News Sunday anchor Jerika Duncan that Cuomo groped her twice. The first time, she says, was at the governor's mansion in December 2019, when he suggested she take a selfie with him. I then felt, while taking the selfie, his hand go down my back onto my butt and he started rubbing it. She says the second time was about 11 months later. And that's when he put his hand up my blouse and cupped my breast over my bra. I exactly remember looking down, seeing his hand, which is a large hand, thinking to myself, oh my God. I spoke to Jerika Duncan today. In terms of what she was putting on the line by coming forward, did you get a sense of that? That's the thing, Megan. She said she has nothing to gain by coming forward. She said, I have a daughter that's young. She wants to stay out of the public eye. Uh, she loves her job. Until now, Camissa was known only as executive assistant number one to protect her identity. She said that she was encouraged by those other women and really wanted to be known not just as executive assistant number one, but as she say, stated to us, she's a mother, she's a daughter, she's a friend, she's more than what we saw in that report. Cuomo has denied her claims. There is another complaint I want to address from a woman in my office who said that I groped her in my home office. Let me be clear, that never happened. Cuomo's top aide, Melissa DeRosa, known as the enforcer, quit over the weekend. Also over the weekend, Cuomo's ex-girlfriend of 14 years, celebrity chef Sandra Lee, was photographed on the French Riviera with her new fella, an actor named Ben Yosef, who is 13 years younger than she is. But that may be the last thing on Cuomo's worry list. It's simple. I know the truth. He knows the truth. One published report claims Cuomo's aides have been working the phones trying to cut a deal with top state officials, promising not to seek a fourth term if he's not impeached. The report says no one has taken him up on that offer. Modern Family star Julie Bowen has a lot of fans, but her biggest is probably the lady she met while hiking in Utah. The woman fainted on the trail. And when Bowen and her sister, who just happens to be a doctor, came upon the situation, Les Trent says they immediately did what was needed to help the lady. It doesn't get more majestic than this. Arches National Park in Utah. I was obsessed because it's red and it's just so unique. Minnie John couldn't wait to hike the park with her husband and son. It was 100 degrees when they started the hike. At one point, her husband asked if she was okay. But an hour and a half in, she started feeling lightheaded. I don't think I can go anymore. I'll just wait here and rest. Her husband and son continued on. Minnie sat down and then promptly fainted. And I kept hearing, uh, ma'am, are you okay? You know, um, you're, you're fine. You're going to be fine. 
I've got a doctor here. She's going to take care of you. All's well. Minnie's eyes were closed. She just heard a voice. I said, um, hi, um, I, do I know you? This is how I started. Do I know you? You sound so familiar. Now Minnie opened her eyes. She stared at her rescuer. I just hit my head. I can't remember. <laughs> so then she says, Modern Family. And that's on course. Yep, it was Modern Family star Julie Bowen. The Emmy-winning actress was on vacation at Arches with her three boys and her sister, Annie Lukenmeyer, a doctor. They stopped when they saw Minnie in distress. They cleaned Minnie's wounds and bandaged her. Julie even played traffic cop. I heard Julie directing other people who were coming by to, to just gone ahead. We've got a doctor here. She's going to be fine. This disembodied voice that you heard in your head turned out to be this big TV star. Right. What do you think? I, what are the odds of that happening? Miss John says Julie Bowen was down to earth and genuine, not at all what she expected from a big star. Here's a sobering statistic. An estimated 216 children with COVID-19 are being hospitalized every day in this country. Last time we told you about the brave 11-month-old little girl named Ava who had to be airlifted for medical help since her local hospitals were out of beds. Megan Alexander spoke with her mom today about how Ava's doing. This is how little Ava Rivera looked just three days ago, hooked up to a ventilator. Her heartbroken mom, Estefanie, was at her bedside wiping away tears. The nation watched as Ava was airlifted 170 miles because five other pediatric hospitals had no room for her. I thought I was going to lose her before her birthday. And they told me that she was flatlining. She wasn't breathing. So that really got me panicked. Well, Ava is back home in Houston today after making a remarkable recovery. Oh, she's precious, Estefanie. You can tell with her chest that she's struggling breathing. Is that what I'm seeing? Yeah, a little bit. Little Ava's plight has come to symbolize the growing surge in children stricken with COVID. Nearly 94,000 last week alone. 15% of new COVID cases in the USA are now children. And in hard-hit Texas, Austin residents are getting these scary robocalls. The COVID-19 situation in Austin is dire. Everyone needs to wear a mask and stay home as much as possible. Remarkably, COVID is now the number one cop killer in America. Yes, at least 300 police officers have died from the virus across the nation. That's more deaths than due to gun violence and traffic accidents. L.A. police officer Joseph Avalos spoke to Inside Edition from his hospital bed. He caught COVID despite being vaccinated. 100% positive that the vaccine has saved my life. Um, if I had not been vaccinated because of my underlying asthma issues, uh, I'm sure that I would have been on a ventilator and worse off and I wouldn't be sitting here talking to you right now. Country legend Reba McIntyre is revealing she and her boyfriend Rex Lynn also contracted COVID despite being vaccinated. And it's not fun. You don't feel good. We're both vaccinated and we still got it. So stay safe, stay home and be protected the best you can. And O.J. Simpson is also revealing he got COVID and thought he wouldn't make it. I couldn't catch my breath, he said. I thought I might be near the end. And today the Pentagon confirmed it will require all active members of the military be vaccinated by September 15th. And that deadline could be moved up if the vaccine gets final FDA approval. 
or if infection rates continue to rise. Other news today, she's no longer First Lady, but Melania Trump has strong feelings about that White House rose garden she redesigned after a noted presidential historian said she'd made decades of White House history disappear. The former First Lady fired back. It's the War of the Roses. Melania Trump clearly gets touchy when it comes to the White House Rose Garden she renovated when she served as First Lady. She lashed out at NBC presidential historian Michael Beschloss after he posted this photo of a rather barren-looking rose garden with the message, evisceration of White House Rose Garden was completed a year ago this month. And here was the grim result. He even posted this over-the-top scene from Mommy Dearest of Faye Dunaway destroying her garden. Tina! Bring me the axe! The tweet apparently infuriated Melania, who has kept a very low profile since leaving office. She says that Betchlas has proven his ignorance by showing a picture of the Rose Garden in its infancy. His misleading information is dishonorable, and he should never be trusted as a professional historian. Betchelos has long been an outspoken critic of President Trump. Donald Trump seems so psychologically rattled. And he clearly never promised Melania a rose garden. There's now a petition on Change.org asking First Lady Jill Biden to restore the Rose Garden to its original design. It was installed by Jacqueline Kennedy in the 1960s. Last week, comedian Kathy Griffin had part of her lung removed because of cancer. Well, now she's back home and she posted an update on her recovery. Kathy Griffin wants you to know she's on the mend. Hi, you guys. I might start to post little videos about like my recovery and stuff, but my voice is like really hoarse and I don't want to like scare people. I'm laughing at just even that notion. The 60-year-old comedian recorded the update after having part of her left lung removed last week. The Instagram video is generating an outpouring of love. You got this, Kath, writes pal Rosie O'Donnell. Griffin hasn't lost her sense of humor. For some reason, I laugh at everything now. And if it's, if it's horrible, I laugh way more. Wow, we wish her well. Griffin encouraged everybody to keep up with their medical checkups. The star of this weekend's game at the Dodger Stadium did not even lift a bat, but boy, she sure had the crowd on its feet. Turns out the bat girl did what several security guards couldn't, taking down an unruly fan. The commotion started when a fan stormed the field during Sunday's game. Watch as seven security guards chase after him. He approaches the stands, trying to make a getaway. And that's when the ball girl saves the day, tackling him and sending him flipping into the stands. As the man is taken into custody, ball girl walks away as if nothing happened. Fans are loving her takedown. Girl power, said one. So who is she? Her name is Marissa Rohan. She's 24 years old, and she made the play of the game. Speaking of wild plays, look at this little guy as he runs onto the field during a pro soccer game in Cincinnati. And there's mom right behind him, scooping up her two-year-old son. She carries him right back to his seat. No penalty kick here, but a good talking to. I'm back with more after this. Next, who killed the wealthy mom and her son? Buying booze, the blonde on the dock. How what happens on these videos might hold the key to solving the case. Does that have something to do with the double murders now? Then, bridal shower crisis. They stole all her gifts. This is a bride's worst nightmare. Inside Edition with Deborah Norville will be right back.
Angie's list is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco-move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is, and it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. It's the tragedy on top of tragedy. First, a 19-year-old woman was killed in a boating accident. Now, the young man accused in her death, whose family is politically powerful in the area, and his mother have been murdered. Jim Murray with new video that's come out in the case. It's filled with alcohol, anger, and intrigue. Will newly released surveillance footage and this gripping dash cam video of a young man in tears shed light on the mysterious slayings of a mother and her son from a prominent family? First things first, we've got to figure out who in fact murdered Paul and Maggie. 22-year-old Paul Murdoch and his mother Maggie were found shot to death at their family hunting lodge in South Carolina back in June. At the time, Paul was awaiting trial after being charged with boating under the influence in connection with the tragic death of 19-year-old Mallory Beach. The college student was a passenger in the boat when Paul allegedly slammed into a bridge during a wild drunken party. The gorgeous young teen girl was killed in that crash, Mallory Beach, and driving the boat, drunk as a skunk, was Paul Murdoch. The trial was coming up in just a couple of days. It was all coming to a head. Newly released surveillance footage now shows Paul buying beer and drinking in a bar before the fatal crash. That's Mallory on the dock the night of the ill-fated boating trip. This police dash cam video, first obtained by the Murdoch Murders podcast, also captures Mallory's boyfriend, Anthony Cook, screaming at Paul right after the crash. Get that right there away from me. Bro, you smiling like it's funny. My girlfriend gone, bro. You think it's funny? A distraught Anthony Cook, who's Paul's cousin, also alludes to Paul's family's prominence and believes he'll get off scot-free. Y'all know Alec Murdoch? That's his son. Good luck. For 87 years, three generations of Murdochs have served as local prosecutors. Clearly, there was the sense from at least one person there that nothing would happen to Paul Murdoch because of who his family was. You hear it right there, the fears in the community that this guy's never going to be prosecuted. Does that have something to do with the double murders now? Maybe. Nancy Grace says she believes Paul knew his killer. He was shot multiple times in the face and chest. Why, except for heat of passion or anger, would you shoot him multiple times in the face and head? Police have not named any suspects in the murders. When we come back, who carried off a bride's wedding gifts right out of her window? This episode is brought in part to you by Audible your go-to destination for thrilling audio entertainment. Whether you're looking for a hair-raising experience to enjoy while you're on the move or eager to dive into sinister and shocking tales, Audible has an exclusive collection of thrillers from best-selling authors that will keep you on the edge of your seat. Like James Patterson's first audio-only thriller, The Coldest Case. Experience stories like never before, where every chilling detail is brought to life by captivating sound design. Plus, as an Audible member, choose one title a month to make yours forever. And now, new members can try Audible free for 30 days. 
Just visit audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500-500. That's audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500-500. It's a bridal shower nightmare. Keep your eye on this guy in the natty fedora. He climbs a post and unscrews the light bulb, the security camera capturing everything. Then he pops the window screen, crawls inside, and when he emerges, he's carrying box after box. Look, there's a woman helping him. This is a bride's worst nightmare. Yep, Stephanie Irvin is a bride-to-be. And all those boxes? They're gifts from her bridal shower. She spoke with our Anne Mercogliano. We got like a bunch of like home type of gifts, like towels, um, plates, silverware. All stuff you need. There are so many gifts, the guy and his accomplice keep going back for more. Stephanie, who lives outside Boston, had to postpone her wedding due to the pandemic for a full year. Now this. The icing on top of the wedding cake. But not in a good way. Not in a good way. Nope. The suspects are still at large. When we come back, being polite to ducks. Finally today, make way for ducks. Four-year-old Kevin is scooting along when he comes across a family of ducks. He sure is a polite youngster. Excuse me. Excuse me. The ducks keep coming. Excuse me. Excuse me. Uh-oh. Excuse me. Excuse me. Excuse me. Time to flee. Stop. <laughs> Duckies don't speak English. See you tomorrow. If you like Inside Edition, you can listen early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus in the Wondery app or on Apple Podcasts. Prime members can listen ad-free on Amazon Music. Before you go, tell us about yourself by filling out a short survey at wondery.com survey.